All right. Welcome to a new episode of Real Estate vs. Technology. I'm your host, Norman Kinsey. We have a co-host, Mr. Dan Gandy. Welcome, Dan. Thanks for having me. Good to be here. How's the baby, bro? We're two weeks in now? He's doing great. He is, uh, he is much different than the first. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, congratulations yet again for Dan's newborn, little baby boy, a couple weeks old now. It's awesome. And uh, before we go ahead and let you know who we have today, we actually have someone who's more of a wild card. We're excited to have him on. We should encourage everyone to like the episode, subscribe, hit the notification bell. Uh, today, we're actually going to be interviewing someone that's in the mortgage space, and he's crushing it and doing things a bit different. We believe he is what's next in the mortgage side of the world because you have the traditional side and you have the gentleman we have on the show today. So today, we have the one and only Sosin on the show and welcome to Real Estate vs. Technology. What's up, guys? Happy to be here. And Sosi, so right? Sosi, yeah. Sosi. We, we, before we were on air, we were joking about that. I was like, Sosamin? He's like, dude, no. That's great. <laughs> I love it. Oh, so we were, we appreciate your time, man. Thanks for being Heck on yeah. the show today. And Thanks the show is all me. about you, your business, of course. And we want to deep dive into that. So, so we see that you have Neo Home Loans. Love the name. Reminds me of the Thank Matrix. You. And uh, yeah. so let's get from the beginning, dude. Like before, before the home loans and all the amazing videos you're doing. I mean, your reels are crushing. Getting Thank more you. views on your reels and followers, which I think is super important. But uh, let's get into the beginning, man. How long have you been in the business? What made you get into this this industry and and go into the home loans side of the world? Yeah, great question. You know, you guys first, when I jumped on, asked me about my background, and I think that could be a really good just starting point. When I came out of high school, uh, I was doing really, really well, but at the same time needed to find myself a little bit. And so I ended up going to Bible college, and the Bible college that I ended up attending was uh, in a different country. And that just sparked a travel bug in me. And I just started traveling from country to country, going through different institutions, did some backpacking throughout uh, the Middle East. I mean, it was a blast. And after wow. that, I started working for the organization that uh, I was attending. And so I became a pastor, loved doing that, enjoyed it tremendously, and came to a point where I just realized I needed to make a move. Uh, and as I was making that move, I had an opportunity to join the, the mortgage industry. And it was a real personal thing for me because my mom specifically uh, she got some really bad mortgage advice from a guy with the best intentions in the world, right? Mm. He was a loving dude. He attended our church. I mean, this guy brought us Thanksgiving dinner the first time we were there at that church that year because cool. uh, we couldn't even afford it, right? And so he had the best care, yet he wasn't super trained in finance or real estate. And the kind of scenario that my mom got stuck in ended up making her lose her house, Oh, and so I wanted wow. to be able to create something and have a practice that could actually make a difference. And so I jumped into the mortgage industry, got trained by a real estate agent, did about 368 units a year. And from there, just created this practice that has blown up in the last five years. This is my sixth year originating. First wow. year, did about 8 million. Second year, 16 million. Next year was about 44 million. The year after that, I was about 77 million. Last year, uh, we finished off about 94 million with 174 families we served throughout the year. And so it's been a, it's been a complete speed platform, but one that's been driven by a lot of, a lot of energy and, and personal passion. Dude, that Thanks. is awesome. So first and foremost, <clears throat> congratulations. Thanks, man. And that's awesome that you you saw like, hey, there was like the writing on the wall. Great guy, best intentions, but he just, you know, his practices just weren't there. And it's unfortunate that what happened to your mom sounds like the silver lining is, is that look where you're at now. And I'm yep. sure you buy, you buy your mom a new home or something. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> 
but, uh, she lives with me now. Uh, she's doing fantastic. We just uh, like like Dan there. We have a one year old, and so my mom moved in with us, uh, and it's been fantastic. I mean, Aww. it's been so so cool. Boy or girl? Boy. Okay. Awesome. Yeah. You're on Dan's side of the world. Too. Yeah. <laughs> well, here's a three. Here's a three year old that uh, he might. Chaotic. Yeah, that's that's awesome. And I got I got a two year old myself. I got a daughter, so so that's cool. It. We're all dads in the house. Woo Heck yeah, dude, that's cool, man. That's awesome. And I love I love your approach to what you're doing on the tech side and real estate versus technology is about that. It's about traditional ways of marketing, vice versa. You know, yeah. how are we marketing utilizing technology, which I think is is so valuable in today's marketplace because you can leverage your past efforts for your future successes with that. And actually, for the usual listeners out there, uh, if you checked out Peter Flores' episode. That's how we actually had you come on the show today, Cesar, because we actually had, had him dude. on the show. And he's just like, yeah, he's a great guy. You got to have him on. So I love that. I love it. So I got a couple of questions before we go to Dan. Yeah. I have a little bit more into the tech that in the, in the standard operating procedures that you're using to grow your business. But um, just kind of random off the topic, like what's the best part about what you do? Best part of what I do is uh, being able to do our annual financial reviews with clients. You know, for example, there's this one client that we're doing our annual financial review, right? We're reviewing where she's at, what she's trying to do. And she was just telling me, she goes, Sosie, I just want you to know that you changed my life. And I was like, wow, cool, sweet. Thank you. Like, yeah. that means so much. And, and I was kind of brushing it off. And she goes, no, seriously, I, I could hear your tone. You literally changed my life. When I first came to you, I had a FICO score that wouldn't get me approved. You put me on a six-month credit plan. I got approved. And from there, I bought the house. And then you helped me refinance my house and be in the better place. But here's where the change actually took mm. place. I didn't tell you this, but when we first met, my daughter was starting to get into really you know, questionable things from the influences she had in the neighborhood we're living in. And when you brought me into this neighborhood, she went from someone who I wasn't sure what was going to happen to her. And now this summer, we're going to go out college shopping and see where she's going to go and attend school. And when wow. I heard that, I was just, just broken going, holy crap. Like wow. we got to be a part of something that's life changing. Yeah. So yeah, my favorite part is that doing calls like that, knowing that we got to be a part of something that's going to change somebody's future drastically in one way or the other. Dude. Yeah. Oh, go ahead, Dan. I was going to say, let's talk about specifically something you brought up because I think it's super important for real estate agents to understand in terms of that lender agent relationship. And that's when you get a lead or a prospect or a friend or family member that comes in and they're just quite not unfinanceable yet, right? They, they, yeah. the credit score, they need to either go to credit repair or they need to be put back on track or they need some just basic financial literacy, right? It's that, it's that building that game plan and, and helping them get on the right path. And so let's talk about that because we as real estate agents generate hundreds of leads. And I would say of the 180% of them mm. need help. <laughs> so how do, you, how do you really navigate that? What's the process? Yeah, we, we, this was, you know, when I first started in the industry, having a really big pastoral heart, right? I ended up starting to create a charity instead of a business for the first few years. So this has been Ooh. a trial and error piece. Okay. Um, and so CRM is extremely crucial. Without it, you're screwed, right? And so for us, being able to support our agent partners with a really good CRM that does a, that helps us aid them in committing to a 17 contact within the first 30 days. And once we do identify whether they need a credit plan, a budgeting plan, 
or if they just need to be on hold for whatever other reasons of funds being transferred over from a sale in another country and different stuff like that, we ensure to have campaigns set to keep us top of mind and also keep reminding us who the heck we need to go reach out to. Right. And so for me, that that was the first thing. Now, what's evolved to now has been two pieces. And you guys tell me when you want me to go into more tech as well. But two technologies that are super important. Number one has been using a credit repair company that knows how to communicate back and forth through a really strategic Mm. portal, so on and so forth. And so we use a guy named my credit guy, uh, Sam Parker. He has a nationwide company and they are killer. And so we use him. And then second tool is we do use a big brother resource that allows us to monitor people's credit scores. And because we're a lender, we actually have the legal ability to. And so we're able to monitor people's credit scores. And when they do change into that now lendable scenario, we get triggered so that we can reach out and go help them. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) I was going to say, you just solved like a little Rubik's cube of like the problem that we deal with so much. I get so many leads. People talk to me and they're like, oh, I'm just not quite there yet. Or I'm like, what, what do you have in terms of down payment? And they're like, oh, they're like, well, I'm at verge. And I'm like, my lenders suck right now because they're not giving them back to me when they're ready. Yeah. <laughs> right? wow. yeah my favorite thing is to call an agent for a lead that you know they forgot about, right? Like you call them and they're like, oh yeah, I remember them. And you hear them like kind of worry, like who the hell was that? And I could say, say, hey, you know what? They're ready to go. They're pre-approved now. Their credit came back up. They're now buying at this X amount and we're going to move forward with it. Um, that's been a really cool experience. Wow. That, that's amazing. And I'm going to, I'm going to hand this back to Dan. So we go deeper into the tech and I just want to highlight a couple things really quick. The fact that like you're about serving families, it's not just so transactional, which I have to hats off to you, man. That's, that's awesome. I think that's very crucial in today's market that it's not just about the transactions, about helping the family. It's not all the glitz and the glam and like, Oh, look at my suit and Ferrari. It's like, Hey, like look at the families I've I've served. So I love that story that you talked about. And then also I think for the views and listeners out there, especially if there's any realtors and you know, Hey, Dan's one. And he was already proactively writing things down because I think that work, the the lender that you work with is so crucial Mm. and like how you're being proactive and you put them in the system and you monitor that until they're ready at a FICO score, that's going to get them there, you know, at least somewhere where it's going to be a good rate for them. And depending on the rates, obviously they're crazy right now, but uh, I love that, man. So I just want to highlight a couple of those things and then hand it off to Dan. He can get more into the tech side of things and, uh, and some of the things that you're doing to do all the things that you're doing. And Dan, would, would it be helpful for you, for me to just kind of share with you a, a little bit of framework of what we use our technology and our tech stacks for? Yeah, for sure. So whenever we talk to agent partners and we're trying to just help them create the business, right? And this came from that 368 unit a year real estate agent who mentored and trained me, right? He shared with me this illustration going, look, most realtors and lenders in this industry, they're like a mom and pop restaurant where they bring out some great dishes. They make you feel like you're at home, but they've never written down a recipe and they don't have a system and process to actually scale and become a franchise. Yep. Mm. And so he always trained me to do things that are scalable, repeatable, and that can be executed upon in the most efficient manner possible. And so there's three areas we focus on. Number one, how to convert clients for you at a higher level, right? And so how do we get into the, not just following and tracking of the client so that we can be in front of them at the right time, but how do we also get their paradigm to shift to what it should be at when they see higher rates, higher purchase prices, so on and so forth. And what technology do we use there? Second how to be able to get you guys out of the weeds, right? And so from 
a recipe standpoint for the sake of better illustration, if you don't know if your your fish is going to come in in the same type of uh, level of quality every single day, your dish is going to be messed up. And so on our end, instead of just seeing how is the loan officer's attitude going to be on this transaction, it's it's scalable, it's repeatable. There is a measure of I know exactly what's happening every single time. And so we have technologies around that. And then lastly, uh, we we have the technology to not just help us retain clients by top of mind and things outside of, you know, the, the sprinkling some freaking recipes to a client once a year or twice a year, but things that actually bring value, which I'm sure you guys already talked about here, but we'll go into deeper ones uh, or even ones that we've seen or haven't been out there yet, especially this app that we just created. Um, but we're going to be talking about how to retain the client and even more importantly, how to provide inception-based materials to create more deals out of that client. Like, here's my goal. My goal is to make sure that when we complete our work together, Zillow is paying for our marketing dollars. What do I mean by that? Well, when they see a Zillow commercial, just like when you think of a nice computer and some bitten Apple pops in your mind or a nice watch and a Rolex pops in your mind with a crown, right? When they see Zillow talking about a house, I want them to think of us because of the experience fueling, fueling them from the last transaction and everything we've done from there on out. So that's the framework, converting clients higher level, recipe to get you out of the weeds and retaining and creating more deals out of the clients retained. Mm, nice, I like it. And how are you implementing video into this process uh, from inbound and outbound in terms of like client attraction? You're probably generating tons of leads yourself, right? It's been um, fun. Versus, yeah, I was going to say versus agents like bringing you deals, right? You're building this like lead pond full of people that yeah. are swimming around in your content. Yeah, about seven months ago, we just started realizing that, you know, as much of a commitment we wanted to have to be the best resource to the business business consumer, uh, the business business platform we have, we needed to go business consumer as well. Um, we saw people start wanting to get the logic of what they can do before they attached emotionally to the house they wish they had. Mm. And so we've been trying to get ahead of the, the, the game with that. And so, yeah, the last seven to about eight months, we've been going as hard as we can on social. We have made a ton of mistakes and we have learned from them and we're still growing from them. And so our Instagram, our YouTube have been big components in that. Uh, and then creating videos through, uh, I, you guys are all aware of bomb bomb, right? Yep. Yeah. Sure. Right. And so, you know, you create their email templates. We've pretty much used those emails, the embedded emails as um, pseudo websites. <laughs> and so <laughs> we're even using those to help our agents have content around the cost of waiting. Does it make sense for you to sell and buy in two years in comparison to now and so on and so forth. And so we have all our technologies and video pieces to be able to couple actual pieces of content to process through and identify through data, should I move or not move? And so, yeah, Instagram has been a big one. YouTube has been a big one. And then the one-offs recording with agents have been really helpful as well. Wow. I love it. I love it. And anything new, before I pass it back to Norm, anything new that you're doing that you're excited about in the tech, real estate, mortgage sector? Yeah, that big brother technology I was talking about, we've uh, we've really gone into it further. And so I'm really stoked seeing how much data, right, how I get to compete against the Rocket Mortgage and the Redfins, right? Or, and Facebook, how do, I, how do I compete in a data world now in a better way? And so that's been a huge aid. And then we did just launch a new app. It's still in the beta phase, so it should be finalized here with the next 45 days. But 
Uh, it is a, a replacement in our minds for a credit karma, uh, a mint budgeting, and it allows us to stay in front of the client so that we can truly um, see their financial freedom score and get them to that place of independence that they want to be through, fi through real estate finance. You're hired. <laughs> wow. <laughs> uh, I've had some ungodly un, uh, things happen the last couple of weeks with some lenders that got laid off and some random yeah. stuff. So basically, I lost my co-op advertising lender. But um, no, everything you're saying is uh, way more advanced than what I hear from most lenders. And I think, uh, I think that's refreshing and, and we need more industry people like you. So oh, man, I'm excited. Thank you for the compliments. Huge. I mean, that's when we created Neo, that was the whole intent, right? Neo stands for new and the guy from the matrix. Uh, and we just wanted to create a new experience that consumers and partners could have from us. Because when you look at mortgage, I mean, when I started getting certified in being a liability advisor and helping financial advisors know things that they never get taught in school, right? They never get taught how to leverage debt. They only get taught how to continue to grow the assets. And so being able to just couple alongside financial advisors, being able to enter into a world that I didn't even know I could enter into mm. has been mind blowing, right? Divorce attorneys and different things like that has just been amazing to see the opportunity that we get to truly have by inserting ourselves into somebody's life through the home purchase. And then also from there building out a true level of success for them. And when they win us as business owners, we win. And so it's been pretty kick-ass. I, I hope I can say that on this podcast. Yeah. Good. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> oh, awesome, man. Wow. Thanks, Dan, for taking on that mix-up round. And I have to say, man, you just literally could tell you have standard operating procedures and key performance indicators because the way that you articulate your mission statement, your vision, and where you're headed, it speaks for itself. And it's Thank I'm you. watching, anyone's viewing or listening right now and it hasn't seen this, I'm watching the magic happen right in front of our eyes. Dan's like, hmm, all right, after this podcast, I'm going to have to uh, reach out and see what's going on. And I, that's what we love about Real Estate First Tech is like adding value and finding the yeah. people like yourself that are what's next. And that's why we have an event called What's Next for Real Estate coming up in October. Mm -hmm. But uh, yeah, yeah so, so that's awesome. And so I want to get into a couple questions before we close out. And then at the end, we love to leave the floor up to you to just leave anything that you want to leave for our viewers and listeners. I'm looking at your reels. And so yeah. you have about 3,700 followers on your Instagram account, but I'm seeing yeah. that you're getting like 8,000 plus views on some of these videos. So let's dive into a little bit. So it's short form content, Instagram reels. We all know algorithms is in the favor of that as of, as we speak right now yep. uh, in 2022 of July. So, um, so tell us a little bit more about like, what is your process? What is your standard operating procedure when filming these videos to help our viewers and listeners that might want to get into short form content um, and going through the process that you have already gone through? Yeah, I, I'll, I'd love to just even share some stuff that I've learned from that trial and error, right? And yeah. so just so you guys know, the first reel I did um, I felt about this small afterwards. <laughs> like I, I, I was bullied in high school. I was not in a confident position, a lot of moving around and different stuff that took place. And I have not felt like that bullied kid for a long time until wow. right after I finished that reel. And so it was definitely something that took a lot of courage for me. I know people see me and they're like, you're so energetic and blah, blah, blah. And you have so much success. And it's like, yeah, but don't ever let that make you think that it wasn't difficult, right? Mm -hmm. And so that emotional hurdle was a big one for me. Mm. Um, and I entered into it kind of softly. I, I entered it into all of this kind of doing the um, 
the trending sound reels and that worked really well. And, you know, I had one that hit like 798,000 views and it was really great. And then I ended up having to just morph a bit because I started realizing that what my goal was, it was not just to be top of mind for my past clients. And it was not just um, to have uh, this website that clients can go to and verify who I am, right? Those were some secondary goals, but my primary goal was to be the biggest influencer I can because I believe the message, the content, and what we're doing deserves mm-hmm. to have that type of platform. And so when I started realizing that, I, I took a turn from the trending sounds, the funny me jumping into my own pool thing to talking head and learning how to be dynamic from an educational standpoint and bringing a hook and having a problem shown, but then in intertwining into that problem, the most FOMO I could possibly do. Right, just thread it in. Here's why. Here's what banks don't want you to know, or like, here's the mistake that your parents taught you. Like all these things that just make people go, "Holy crap! I got to listen to what's next." Yeah, uh, and then bringing that solution. Right, and so now my process, I record eight videos at a time. I used to record once a week. Now I record eight videos at a time, um, and so it's twice a month. We're doing about sixteen reels on a monthly basis. Uh, I find trending topics with a partner of mine. We identify what's trending, what's needed from a general standpoint and also a lending specific standpoint. Then from there, I literally have it written out. Hook, problem, solution, call to action, question mark. And I put the question mark because sometimes we don't do the call to action to manipulate the algorithm so that somebody watched the whole thing without realizing it. And then other times we do have the call to action because we want somebody to be tagged or shared or whatever else the content is. And so... We have those categories. I write out my content. I have a person take a second look at it, help me wordsmith a little bit, and then from there we record. Mm. Uh, there's two different types of talking heads we're doing right now. The first type is this this aspect where I'm sitting here in front of the camera. I'm going at it, right? I'm talking through it. I can turn on my other camera if I hit, flip a switch right now. You'll see me go sideways and the 16 by 9 ratio and all that stuff. So I do some here. I also record those talking heads downstairs in my living room. Uh, one of the things we saw with my channel was that the demographics of it was heavily female mm. and my house was designed by my wife and it just has more of that feminine, uh, nice background to it. And so we started doing a lot of the stuff there. And then the third type of talking head is a, a moving scene, right? And so the way it was explained to me, which I found helped a lot, was realizing that you can do a one story message or you can do a two-story message, meaning that you're trying to grab more attention through that second prong approach. The first mm-hmm. prong is what you're saying with your words. The second prong is what your scenery is saying. And so I'm still practicing it out a little bit. We used the wrong camera in the last eight recordings, so we're going to have uh. to switch cameras and do a different one. But uh, that already has been getting a lot of good traction. And so being able to do those stitching when you're walking with your dog or you know getting into your car and going to a location, like we literally you know do them here in my house. And then the next time we'll meet here and we'll jump over. I, I live here in Orange County, so we go to South Coast Plaza or different scenery locations. We'll probably go by the water here soon and just kind of keep them going out that way. So process wow. is twice a month. Those are the three different type of categories and it's hook problem with a crap load of FOMO solution and call <laughs> to action when applicable. 
Dude, I absolutely love that. And I think that right now, I mean, anyone who's listening and viewing, it's like batcher content. That's really smart. I think the best I got to was like 58 videos batched one day. And so and that was like <laughs> within like an hour and a half, two hours. And so it's nice and then you're way ahead of yourself. Yeah. And I love that kind of like outdoing things because then people could like identify with areas or they're, you know, they like something more that, you know, context or, or, yeah. or more contrast, should I say. So you're doing a great job with that. Thank I would you. say that views listeners out there definitely Definitely down below. Check this man out. Follow him on his Instagram. Check it out. Also, another person that does a really good job with it is Alex Mosey. Alex Mosey does a really good job bringing you into that message. And I think that that's like anyone out there who's listening, if you could, if you could hook them and then add value and then have that call to action, I think it, it, it just speaks huge. so much. Yeah, it's huge. Absolutely huge. I love that. Love it. So, um, so yeah, I think the last question for me as we kind of finish out here and uh, be prompt with time is that um, what's what's next? Like, what's your thought process? Are you trying to take over the world? Like, like what does this look like? You want to grow a huge, like you want to be the next rocket mortgage or, you know, like what, what, is, what does it look like for you? Yeah. So for me right now, I did an interview with a, a group called Mortgage Coach. And if you guys don't know this technology, I will tell you the first test you should identify if there's a mortgage professional you're speaking with who's worth their salt at all in the words they're saying is what type of presentation tool are you using hmm. to show the numbers and options to your clients? If they say Excel, don't even take the cup of coffee, not worth your time. Right. And so the technology we use is called Mortgage Coach. It's called a total cost analysis and legitimately side by side costs over 15, 10 years comparing to rent. I mean, it's it's kick ass. So wow. that's what we use. I did a I did an interview for them today. And the thing that I'm most excited about and that I shared there is the fact that right now, as crazy it is as it is, right? Like everything is going insane. Anybody who's been in the industry as long as I have, they're like, this is probably your first big, big dip. 100% true, right? Like my other dip that was closest was 2008. I totally get that. It's not my first hard time in life though, I'll tell you that. Um, but the big thing that I've seen is that when this first started, I was telling people, holy crap, I'm scared, right? Only people I trusted. <laughs> and then I started realizing I'm not scared of the market. I'm scared about how I'm going to perform in this market. And when I realized it was a me thing, everything switched. Mm. And I'm telling you right now, anybody listen to this, the amount of opportunity that you have to go and steal the market share, whether it's in lending and finding new agent partners, or you're an agent just trying to steal the market share from the agents that you identified as lazy, asshole listing agents, right? All these people that you are like, man, screw those guys, go take the business. Yes. Right now is the time and it's never been easier. Yes. So if I give one encouragement, it'd be that. You talk about FOMO. I mean, I think that people have to understand we are in the driver's seat. It's not the other way around. And I think yeah. so many people just listen to, you know, whatever the powers that be and think that, oh my God, it's all falling down. All right. We're at the part of the episode right now where we want to open up the floor. Camera's on you. And what would you like to leave our viewers and listeners as we close out the show today? I would just say you guys, whether you realize it or not, sometimes we come into this industry because we want to make a lot of money. And I will share with you that that is a really big opportunity here. But the biggest thing is you have the opportunity to be a major part in a life-changing move for a family. That is a huge responsibility and a huge privilege. And I hope that you guys continue to press in to resources, to learn outside of just even your field, how much more impact you can have on that family that you just got the opportunity to serve because it's freaking amazing. So wow. enjoy it, 
take it and keep making a good change. Dude, amen to that. It reminds me of the quote, people forget what you said and did, never forget the way you made them feel. So see, this <laughs> yeah. was awesome, man. Thank you so much for being on an episode today. I know we had a reschedule from before and I'm glad that we got it in. And I believe we rescheduled because Dan was having his baby. So thank you so much for being on the show, man. We really appreciate it. That's a pleasure, guys. Thanks so much. Keep putting out good content. Links are down below. Follow this guy. Check him out. Watch some of his reels. Dan, thank you as always for co-hosting. We appreciate thank you. Guys. Great to meet you. Same. And now is your time to comment below. What did you learn? Hit that subscribe button. Share us with someone that you think that should see it as it is our intention for you to take things from our episodes. Apply to your business, have more massive success, and we will see you on the next one.